welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. This week we are going to be discussing the Apple TV Plus miniseries, six episode series called Blackbird. It's a very serious show that, and we were just saying to each other how we haven't watched a serious show in what feels like a really long time, so... Hopefully we can give this discussion the seriousness it deserves. <laughs> the heft. Yeah. Great power comes great responsibility. TV news. I don't know if we have talked about this before on the pod. I don't remember really hearing that they were doing this, but apparently Peacock is um, creating a true crime series based off the Netflix show um abducted in plain sight and this was this was the first i'd heard about it too okay okay good to know because i was like did i miss this it's just kind of weird that peacock is doing a series about a series that was on netflix so it's kind of complicated anyway um the cast is a little interesting because jake lacy is playing a bad dude and he was just getting in our good graces. <laughs> I know. I guess it's maybe good that he built up some goodwill ahead of time. Because, if like, you know, years ago, I would have been like, of course he's playing this guy. <laughs> but I have watched him in a lot of stuff and liked him. So I don't know. But I'm still scared. I think he's going to be very uh, convincing and very creepy. Agreed. Um, I recently heard that a contestant from America's Next Top Model is also in this. Oh, look at me scrolling through this cast on IMDb. Anna Paquin also? And Colin Hanks? Oh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm learning this live. I'm looking at the li- at it on IMDb. I literally wow. only knew about Jake Lacey. Fascinating. Wow. wow. And I feel like I'm having a flashback to all the moments from abducted in plain sight also and just like mckenna grace is in it okay here we go it's gonna be good top that she should get top build yeah well apparently she's playing jan at some point sorry this probably sounds really scattered but i'm literally learning this from imdb (laughs) as we speak (laughs) but i mean i'm kind of impressed especially like peacock the peacock of it all the peacock of it all. Which, I don't know wow. if we've talked about this. Did we talk about this? I listened to John Early on Armchair Expert, and he said that it is free. There is a free version of Peacock, which was news to me. Well, I feel like, and granted, I haven't really tried to watch Peacock in a long time. Um, When I was trying to watch Girls 5 Eva, season one... It that show was not available on the free version, so I wonder if like mm. everything, like there's some premium stuff, but they could have changed that because that seems like a very dumb business model. Yeah, that you is know, dumb. interesting. Okay, so I need to do some research because I mean I still need to watch John and Kate's special. You do, too. and apparently he he was like it's free, so that's all I know. Okay, that's really good to know. Low pressure. Um, speaking of kind of um a not 
that tempting streaming service, uh, Discovery <laughs> Plus, which I guess now I'll have next year when they combine with HBO Max. Um, Discovery Plus is doing a docu-series called House of Hammer that is about Army Hammer and all the controversy. And apparently his exes, alleged victims, and family members are speaking out in the docu-series. Did and you I, watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer, but I was at a hair appointment and I was watching it on mute. So I don't <laughs> think I got the full experience. I watched but, it half. <laughs> yeah, I I did watch it. I, I looked at it. <laughs> but I was like, I kind of gasped, though, because I got it served as like an ad or something on Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't heard that they were doing this at all. And I'm so intrigued. I really want to watch it. Yeah, the I, I I feel like I have to watch it. I'm so intrigued as well. I've been very invested in the whole Army Hammer um, story arc, and like it's interesting with the when it gets to like the family stuff. I'm like, what? It seemed a little dramatic listening to it. I yeah. don't know if you could get that just from watching it, but um, I was like, okay, this seems like a little much, but mm-hmm. still interesting content. Yeah, I I do hope that it's not kind of like um a bait and switch almost like kind of like some of the Britney free Britney documentaries were where it's like sounded like it was going to be good and then they actually were just capitalizing on like a trending topic and didn't have a lot of substance. Mm-hmm. But there's not really been anything else like at least as like right now, you know, competing against it. So Yeah. I don't know. I I really want to watch it. Speaking of documentaries, I saw that Steve Martin is going to be getting a documentary treatment um, with A24 and Apple TV Plus. Oh my gosh, fun! Yeah, so that sounds very fun and I'm very intrigued. Wow, that will be good. He's so interesting. And he's been like so famous for so long and... I want to know more about um, his banjo career, to be honest. (laughs) Fascinating. He's a fascinating person. I hope they dive into that just for you. Yeah. I mean, I hope that, like, maybe they'll reveal some darkness, but he seems also like he's a good person throughout Mm -hmm. his whole career, too. So, wow, that's exciting. I hadn't heard that. Um, They announced that... um, Yellow Jackets casting, um, Lauren Ambrose, who I know best from Can't Hardly Wait from like a million years ago, but I think that she is kind of more famous of doing like theater stuff lately, but so I can't speak to her career like since Y2K as much, <laughs> but she got cast as the adult version of Van, the redhead goalie character. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's exciting because it's one of the, it's like, there's so many characters that watching season one, just kind of like assuming, oh, that they probably like, I'll never get to see the adult version of that character potentially. Yeah. I was actually surprised when I saw this news, I was like, well, now they're kind of spoiling it that this person is living still. I know, but, but we also don't know, like. So so we kind of know she survived like the the um their time on that in the mountains or the woods or whatever whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. 
But like, we don't know if she's alive present day. Cause it could be like, um, what was the boy's name? Tyler or something. Like, we don't know him present day cause he died, but he survived yeah. that point in the story. So it's interesting. It's almost like the casting is all part of the mind games and yeah, it's true. Plot. But I, I saw the news come from Vulture on Instagram and they were saying that they had like written an article about how they wanted her to be cast. And I was like, wow, fun. They like called That's it. That's amazing. Wow. That's a dream come true. Quinta Brunson apparently made a pretty big deal with Warner Brothers. And so we're going to be getting a lot more content from her. And hopefully that means it'll be on Discovery's HBO Max. <laughs> Seriously, we're putting we're trying to put together all the all the clues. Yeah. <laughs> for that merger. I'm, I'm proud of her. That's amazing. She's going to take over the world for sure. For sure. I wasn't going to mention Grey's Anatomy news, but now I will because there's, I forgot about something else that was announced this week. Um, they announced that, um, Ellen Pompeo is like stepping back, quote unquote, from (laughs) how much she's going to be in this upcoming season. I think they said like eight episodes out of like what I guess networks, they're still doing like the standard 22 ish episode seasons and she's only going to be an eight. Which is interesting um, that they're not just going to, like, end the show when she leaves, you like, know? Are they going to rename it to just be Anatomy? That's a great question. Well, didn't they maybe change the name of the hospital? So maybe it will forever, Gray will be relevant. Didn't they, like, name it after her mom? I think the hospital's always been Sloan Memorial, but I thought. it's Okay, so now it's called Gray Sloan Memorial Hospital. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Google. So they can probably be called Grey's Anatomy literally forever if they want. Smart, I don't know. I guess. Um. So yeah, interesting. They also posted a photo of like the next season's interns in the cast, and three of them I have never seen before. When two of them, one of them is Lily from Dash and Lily, and we love her. And then the other one is Harry Shum Jr. from Glee. And that just kind of, that uh, has me shook a little bit. Because I feel like when you think of the Grey's Anatomy interns, it's like up and coming Hollywood. And like he's kind of been, like is he maybe past up and coming? I feel like he's maybe too famous for that. But that's just (laughs) my commentary. It's probably probably a sweet gig. I'm sure it's a sweet gig. It just seems kind of like funny because, I mean... Maybe you can be an intern at any age, but it's like, he's probably like in his late thirties, early forties at this point. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I don't know. That old? Well, if he was probably in his mid twenties on Glee. I guess that's true. He's 40. I just looked it up. (gasps) 40. Maybe. He looks great. Like he doesn't look old, but. Hmm. Maybe that'll be part of his storyline. He's like an older, he's a person that decided to go to medical school really late in life. Yeah, that would be compelling. Really late in life. 
But I mean, that's basically what I just said too. Like that, it's just funny to see him as a Gray's intern. But that's all. That's my op-ed on that. <laughs> Your op-ed. Yeah, I love it. Well, I kept waiting to see if you were gonna break this news, but this is my last piece of news, so I guess I'll break it. I was it. I was saving it for you because you had it That's... three times. <laughs> <laughs> that is really nice of you. Yes, I had this bookmarked three times, and because I'm so intrigued and excited, because it was announced that John Hamm is going to be joining the cast of the morning show. Here's my feelings. Wow. Okay, fine. I'll be watching. Can't wait. But also, all the basically every man on that show is the worst. So I'm kind of scared. Like, and he's so good at playing mm. a kind of bad guy. And so, like, or does he come in and he's like the redemption, like, he's the male redemption, you know? Mm-hmm. I have a hard hard I have a hard time believing that would be the case. It'll be really I can't wait to see what they do for his whatever whoever his character is going to be. It is the most genius casting they ever could have done because no one I think everyone's at best on the fence about continuing to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we were. But John Ham like of course you're going to watch. I can't wait to watch what he's going to do in the show. I need him on my TV in any capacity. Yes. He, um, I can totally see it going either way. Me too. Um, but it, I mean, it would also be kind of like lazy to give us like another, um, Mitch Bad character. Dude. Yeah. Steve Carell dirtbag. Maybe he could be someone like, cause I feel like he straddles the line so well of like, you root for him, and then you really don't. But, like, yeah. like Don Draper is horrible, but he's not 100% horrible. Like, he's no. so complex. Yes. Hmm. It's just, like, I don't yeah, know. I haven't seen any info on his character, so we shall see. I was just going to say, I can see him having amazing chemistry with Jennifer Aniston. Me, too. Like, in real life, too, now that yes. I think about it. Like... I kind of am hoping that he might be a love interest for her. Please. Oh, stop trying to force really weird romantic pairings down our throats with her. Like, yeah, out of nowhere. Like, that would be a, that would be so good. Um, I was going to actually try to find a way to work this onto the podcast. And I it's honestly so flawless that I can't believe I didn't think of it earlier. But Jennifer Anderson, speaking of posted an instagram today of a vacation she took and jason bateman was there and he is wearing this amazing straw hat and has his feet up and he is just he looks like iconic and it's the cutest photo i've ever <laughs> seen of him in my whole life oh my gosh well they're like best friends they are and i love it did you ever see that movie they were in you know that one about the mm-hmm. pregnancy test or oh wait actually i think i did the switch the switch yes i think i did see that when it i liked it but then first came out when you think about it you're like that is so messed up <laughs> yeah like i can't really say i like it but i really like them <laughs> yeah as people <laughs> together that's funny that's cute yeah it's wow. really cute so if you need a good smile go look at that put him on that show too now 
you know what? Um, nothing ab- against the Duplass in that, but Jason Bateman could have also played that character really well too. Now that I'm thinking oh, totally. about it, totally kind of snarky, overlooked, smarty pants. But I think that I think that um, Jason Bateman has a little bit too much um, confidence. Yeah, that's true. He's not. Even on Arrested Development, like, he's not, like, a full doormat kind no. of person. Yeah. DeMarc Duplass does have, like, a sad, a sadder face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does. Uh, well, that was so fun. funny. Yeah, that was fun tangent. Thank you, John yeah. Ham. Thank you. We love you. For everything. You. <laughs> um, all right. Is that all the news? That's all. All right. Well... Blackbird, as previously mentioned, want to give a brief overview of it before we get to our top three? Yes. Um, Basically, in Blackbird, this is also based on a true story, which was very interesting. Um, okay, I have Tar- to admit, I didn't know it was based on a true story until episode four. I don't know if I oh. wasn't paying attention in the beginning where it says, this is based on a true story. <laughs> I think that was my I've first been, clue <laughs> I've, when it literally tells you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been so out of habit of like watching TV shows that I kept, I was really struggling to not be on my phone. And so I would allow myself to be on my phone during the opening mm-hmm. credits. Mm-hmm. Cause they're like two and minutes long. Yeah. They're really long. And so I would just let them play and be like, okay, this is my phone time. And then I'd put my phone away when they were done. So I think I just missed it every time until like the fourth episode. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Cause the whole time I was like, I wonder if this is real. I need to Google it. <laughs> and this is really embarrassing. I can't believe I'm admitting it here, but oh well. I don't think that's embarrassing. I feel like the credits were so long and that was included in the credits. Yeah. That I, yeah, Thank I you. don't think that's embarrassing. Um, but yeah, it is based on a true story and basically, um, Taryn Edgerton plays, it's set in, it's set in the mid nineties and Taryn Edgerton plays a guy who goes to prison and basically to lessen his, uh, sentence, he, the FBI, uh, recruits him to, try and befriend and kind of get a confession out of a convicted murderer played by Paul Walter Hauser from like Itania and actually a lot of things. This guy's so many things and everything he's in. I always love like he's so good. He, I think like I've known he was good and he, his skills really blew me away in this. I was terrified of him. Same, but we can get into that later yes so for our top three we are naming our top three tv characters we think could go undercover and help solve murders and get uh testimonies out of people and just like taryn edgerton did (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'll go first my first one, it's a little on the nose, but I thought was good. I chose Mabel from Only Murders in the Building, a.k.a. Selena Gomez, mm. because she seems pretty duplicitous. Like, she's really smart and can, like, figure things out, and I think she can, like, play to people and, like, get things out of them, 
while also being pretty good at like keeping to herself and not like still being really mysterious herself totally and she's pretty hard to read i think that goes along with what you're saying about her being duplicitous that's a good answer thank you um we just talked about him a lot but i said marty bird from ozark Mm. aka jason bateman yes um because he's another person who um he i think that he kind of he kind of gives off like a trustworthy vibe but he also can kind of fade into the background if he wants to a little bit and also i picked him because like you can't go undercover and have a temper or like act impulsively mm-hmm. and i was like in ozark he's surrounded by a lot of impulsive people but i wouldn't really say he is very impulsive maybe there's some moments that he kind of is but he's very logical more um yes and like kind of grounded so i think he could actually be really good i mean he basically does that in the last season where he like goes to mexico and is like talking to all those people yeah yeah, that's so mine's actually kind of a cop out too cuz like he kind of did. <laughs> he literally does that. Um but yeah, still great answer. And also, I would have had two opportunities to present my Jason Bateman <laughs> on the beach photo, so thank you. Either way, the groundwork was laid for you yes, to beautiful. call that out. Um okay, my second one I chose Abed from Community. Whoa. I- <laughs> genius but out of left field i love it so much he's just like such a confusing person that i think that could make people people feel like comfortable enough to like answer questions but he's like so odd that they wouldn't really know how to react to him so i feel like he'd be Mm -hmm. perfect yeah the next two on my list are also people that you'd be like okay they're too weird to be undercover like yeah you wouldn't suspect Abed at all. No. Wow. Because I feel like even on Community, Community, there's scenes where people, like, talk in front of him, mm-hmm. and then it comes back to bite them, and he's, like, like, there's one where they're in the car, and he's, like, why would you, like, why would you say that in front of me? I'm not a coat rack. <laughs> <laughs> and I think about that all the time. But it's kind of, like, like, I yeah, I feel like he notices everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like people would kind of like um, take him for granted too, yes. and let their guards down. Wow, yeah. that's a I that's an, I'm obsessed. I love Abed. Me too. We don't use him enough on top threes. Now that no, I'm we don't. About it. Hmm. Um, my number two, I picked Nat on Yellow Jackets. Um, Great answer. I was picturing Juliet Lewis, like grown up version of her. Too, yes. By the way. And I think that she's another person who maybe you wouldn't suspect her because she kind of seems all over the place and, um, like, too hardcore to kind of be in with the FBI, maybe. Like, she mm-hmm. has too many issues to be, un- like, trusted to be undercover, but she actually is really logical and really smart, and I think that would be, like, the perfect cover, like, leaning into her, like, tendencies and... People, assumptions people make about her totally I feel like she'd be good yeah she she honestly is kind of the female version of taryn Edger- edgerton's character true so i think that's a great comparison my number one answer is cousin greg and <laughs> <laughs> i 
I mean, oh my gosh. again, he kind of already does this a little bit, but it's just like people really underestimate him because he just seems like this goofy little guy. But mm-hmm. he, he's smart enough to do things and he can get things out of people just by kind of acting really aloof and totally he can save files he can save all the files he needs to (sighs) that's brilliant i was kind of looking at succession characters as options and i was like well none of the three main roys like shiv could never go undercover she loses her temper too much and like wants to use information like show that she knows stuff you know Mm -hmm. like i don't think she could be trusted no so yeah cousin greg even i underestimated him as an option so there you go (laughs) (laughs) aka perfect option yes um my number one but now i'm like this is a little weird but i'm (laughs) i'm doing it um i said alana from broad city (laughs) I like it. Thank you. I feel like she's, again, someone that you would just, like, never assume was an undercover agent or anything Mm -hmm. because, like, she's too weird and maybe almost calls too much attention to herself, but not, like, serious attention. And so that would actually be perfect because you'd be like, this girl is just, like, wacky. Like, yes, there's no way she's an FBI plant. But... She actually is, like, a smart person, and when she, like, is focused on something, she really is. So I feel like she could do it. She's, like, super emotionally mature, like, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, a lot of times she's the one that's, like, the stable one between the two of them. Yes. Like, Abby, I don't think, could ever do it. She's too much, like, all of her emotions on her sleeve. Like, she would be too stressed. And Alana could make it seem like she wasn't stressed at all yeah i like it i agree with it thank you you're welcome all right how did you like this six episode series blackbird um i thought it was very very good i um i think i have a tendency sometimes to get bored in a show like in kind of a dark prison drama but I actually felt like um, I was really into every episode, and I thought it was exciting and creepy and scary, um, even though there were some times when I was kind of confused at the timeline, but it didn't bother me. I overall really liked it. Um, yeah. What, what, was your, what were your overall thoughts? Yeah, I ended up really, I enjoyed it as well. Um, I did get a little, like, lost and bored in, like, the investigation and, like, the prison politics. I felt like the um, writing wasn't as, like, tight there. And so it didn't feel as, like, interesting. And I felt confused. So then it didn't really, um, once I felt confused, I was like, well, I'm not really going to pay attention to this anyway, because I'm already <laughs> kind of confused as to what's going on. Yeah. And um, I felt like a few of those things didn't really ever tie up for me. But especially between the two main characters, um, any scenes with them, I was like very into it. And like mentioned earlier, I was like legitimately scared being 
a person who lives alone and like watching this show about this serial killer that like the things he says really are so gross and scary and did not like it no i um i felt like the first episode was um a little cheesy i felt like even taron edgerton who i grew to like really respect his acting as the season went on the first episode was like I felt like very cheesy. Didn't feel like a prestige. I was watching really a prestige drama yet because mm-hmm. it was kind of like, oh, oh, I'm just this like womanizer dirtbag. Like it was just like very like broad, not subtle in any way. But then by the end, I did like realize kind of why they did that so kind of over the top because his character changes so much by the end. And it was really pretty amazing to see him pull that off as an actor. But. Mm-hmm. For me, it all shifted in the first episode to be like, oh, this is a this is going to be a good show when you basically when you meet Paul Walter Hauser, because even when he's you first meet him and he's talking to those like first detectives. I was like, who is this character? Like even the times when he if he was sitting there silently, it was like I was on edge. Like I couldn't believe how good he was. It was really amazing. Yeah, he was incredible and, like, basically stole every scene and was just so good at being so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling Taylor earlier, I was looking at um, Taryn Edgerton's Instagram, and he has some really um, cutie posts of him and Paul, like, being best friends. And, like, they're, the one of the best things I saw was... He was like, we found out we both are obsessed with Muppet Christmas Carol. And so (laughs) Paul will send me, he sent, Paul sent Taryn a video of him singing one of the songs. And so then Taryn sent one back. Like, they're just like texting each other these videos. And then like, they're dancing in the prison scenes. And I was like, okay, I really needed this because this guy was like, so good at being so terrifying. And then to see that he's like this, like sweet, really funny guy was it made his it made his acting even more impressive. Basically, <laughs> I need to go watch that to uh, readjust my feelings after being so spooked by the finale. Um, yeah, it'll make so you feel I can't a lot wait better. To do that, um, but also something that made me lol was Taryn Edgerton's hair at the very end. Did you notice that? Um, how it was like. I mean, it didn't look cool. It, it was like so straight, dumb, combed like in like straight angles. Are you talking about the scene on the airplane? Yes, it was like combed straight up, but also yes. was like concave and like kind of yes. flipped outwards. It was so oh. bizarre. I was like, "What are they doing?" He looks so bad. It wasn't like I get, was that like a look in the nineties. I don't I remember don't it, so. but woof. I don't think so. He Maybe. while we're. While we're, like, objectifying him for a second, I just have to say, like, this is an example of someone who's clearly an objectively very attractive person that I was not attracted to. Especially, at, I mean, at first, I know he's supposed to be this dirtbag, but they show have so many shots of him either fully nude or with a shirt off. And I was just like, ugh. Like, I just don't like looking at that. Yeah, just like the Man, way he, like, like waddles. Oy. Yeah, like... And just, like, the 
huge like traps like on mm-hmm. his like above his shoulders i was like i am just not attracted to that at all yeah the but... only part that i did drool a little bit over was his jawline his jawline is very good well, he has i think he has a perfect face that yeah. was what was so funny about it to me that i was like because obviously like I'm like, ooh, Greg Kinnear, zaddy. <laughs> but then Darren Edgerton, ew, gross. <laughs> so that was my um, my cross to bear while I was watching. I was like, there's too many scenes of Darren Edgerton with his shirt off. Update your Hinge profile to say looking for my Greg Kinnear. <laughs> oh, then I'd have to change the age to way too old. <laughs> looking for my age-appropriate Greg Kinnear. <laughs> There you go. If you have a great Greg Kinnear energy, hit me up. (laughs) (sighs) I like it. Oh, wow. No, the only other two things that I was going to say is similarly to what you said earlier about it being a little cheesy in the beginning. I did feel like a lot of like the cinematography and like shots were kind of cheesy and kind of took me out of the story a little bit. And there was another thought I was going to make and now I can't remember it. So that's. That's all. I just, I do feel like I said a lot of negative things. I did enjoy it. And I think that anyone who is into like true crime would like this, which is mostly everyone. I think so too. I think a lot of true crime shows should be more like this because it was only six episodes. And I feel like the pacing was pretty good. I don't, because I feel like almost every um, prison or detective related like investigation show there's always like a huge noticeable lull in the middle Mm -hmm. and even though there were some i agree with like some of the um detective parts were the not as compelling at all of what was going on in prison it's i still wouldn't say like oh the the middle was so slow you know like i feel like they had the pacing down pretty well which i think a lot of made this stand out to me among other true crimey type shows the other, the main critique that I had with it was that a huge, huge, like almost the point of this show is like kind of, um, about like treatment of women and mm-hmm. like, um, kind of showing like, like men who have a disgusting kind of mindset and then about women and what they're like entitled to with women and how women are just like, literally only for like a sexual object and then like resulting violence and kind of like Taryn Edgerton kind of confronting how he views and treats women, yada, yada, which like that's all good and is clearly literally why so many women are murdered. And so like, that's a very real topic, but the show had like one, uh, central female character that was in every episode and, um, other like female characters in these men's lives were really only kind of like shown in flashbacks and stuff. And so for me, I just wish that there were more, more of a female presence of, and like have like actually fully rounded characters. Like you could, the main, the main characters are all pretty much men. So it's not like I think you should like change history, but like they talk a lot about their moms and being able to see like Taryn Edgerton's mom more and his stepmom like they they appear in the show really briefly but like just like kind of expand those characters i would have liked to see just more about like women talking about how 
this affects them rather than just like only the men talking about it about women that mm-hmm. that would be my that would be my critique and i had kind of complicated feelings about that because like it is these you're sh- you, they need to show the the male True perspective characters. on it because that's yeah that's literally what's happening and how these characters are changing but i just feel like that could be something they could have added on yeah i agree As, like they did they only really had a, they focused on like one main victim and her like she but she was mostly featured via like voiceover and they like showed her a little bit but i think it could have mm-hmm. been a little bit more effective if they showed more of those women because there were I a agree. lot more i totally agree it was all a little like um surface level anytime there was like a female character mm-hmm. um including the victims it was like really surface level yeah and like the main female fbi agent was like textbook female character as well very yeah, hot totally. like yeah, she was very beautiful. And I i mean, I liked her character. I was glad mm-hmm. she was there. But she was very much like, I'm tough. And like, and so it's like, okay, we have like a tough FBI agent, female character. Cool. Can we see maybe like, if you just have more female characters, then you get to see more different kinds of women. And that mm-hmm. is what we want. Exactly. That is what we want. The only thing I would add is that um, R.I.P. Ray Liotta. He made me cry in the last episode. Yeah, he was good. He was really good. And I think this was the last yeah. show that he ever made. Yeah. So that's really sad. And yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. Good addition. All right. Well, who's your crush of the week? Well, I kind of spoiled it already, but I do have to say Greg Kinnear. He looked, he basically hasn't aged in the last, since the last time I saw him, which I feel like was a while ago. Yeah, he looks the same and as he did in Baby Mama. Seriously. And, which is really hot. And also, I mean, I was also relieved that his character was, like, a good guy that you could trust, you know? Yeah, it's true. I'm glad you chose him. I couldn't not. Yeah, you couldn't not. Um, I would probably would have been mad at you if you didn't, so. <laughs> You're kicked out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would never kick you out because I could never do the intro. (laughs) (laughs) The easiest job of the whole thing is it's the same every week. (laughs) Um, But thank you. I'm going to hold on to my job. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you. My crush of the week comes a little out of left field, but I'm very excited to pitch this show to you because I want you to watch it. My sister got me hooked on a new reality show hosted by Kevin and Frankie Jonas called Claim to Fame. Have you heard of this show? Never. What? What is is it? It's a reality show where a bunch of people who are related to a celebrity move into this house and they have to figure out which celebrity people are related to. Oh my gosh. And it's incredible. Like we watched, we are caught up now. We watched all five episodes yesterday and I was shocked at how much I was into it. And it's like really fun. Cause you can like play along with it. Like with a lot of people. And like, I don't want to spoil any of them, but like they're good celebrities. They're not just like, they're not like C list people. Like 
every single it's one not like the surreal like, life no 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 it's like oh my gosh hot celebs a-list celebs and it's like their sister or like their daughter or their granddaughter oh my gosh and this is like my dream come true of a reality show it right? honestly kind of reminds me of like didn't we have a top three once where we had to like pitch reality shows or like to quibi or something like Probably. that like it sounds like something from quibi yeah that came to life in is like, longer than a minute or whatever yeah and like the production is really good like the house is apparently it's filmed in Katy perry's old house in la what and oh my gosh even the house even the house is like a, yes. a second connection yes and Ugh. um anyway the wardrobe for kevin and frankie is like really good and kevin is my crush kevin jonas he's usually my that totally makes sense to me i mean he has kind of gone between like my number two and number three jonas brother recently but he looks so good Mm -hmm. in it and he's just really it was just really fun to see him on his like own thing and with frankie i love frankie too but i'm already obsessed truly and i'm really surprised and kind of sad that i haven't heard of this anywhere right like apparently it comes on why? after the bachelor so it's on abc but it's on it's Hulu. on abc yes i was that you were gonna say some janky streamer like no. the roku channel or something <laughs> <laughs> that makes me even more upset that like why isn't the world talking about this show i don't know because it's great oh so I really it really want you sounds like it. i'm gonna i'm gonna start watching it well i was gonna say tonight but i have a lot of homework for our podcast for next week (laughs) but i'm gonna start this is gonna be my official fun show to watch while i like eat dinner and stuff yeah i'm so excited it really sounds like the combination of like my favorite reality show things lately like like the mystery of it all like with f boy island and the circle and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh I, wow, I'm so happy for Kevin that he climbed the ranks so far in your heart. Me but too. I really think Joe's always been my favorite, but Kevin, for a while now, has outranked Nick for me. No offense to Nick. Um, a lot of it is those disgusting muscles that muscles. I hate so Sorry. much. <laughs> not every man is meant to have muscles like that. No. It's not always your best look. It's not. I guess it got you a really beautiful wife. So congratulations, Nick. <laughs> but to me, no thanks. You could have had me, though. You lost your chance with us. And now you have you got all those muscles. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, well. well. <sighs> wow. This is like the best recommendation maybe I've ever gotten in my life. Perfect. I, can't I cannot wait. wait to watch this. But now yeah. I'm sad because I know I'm going to binge it so fast and then have You're nothing. You're going to have to watch it week to week yeah but can't wait for you to watch so please text me and let me know and if anybody else who's listening is watching let me know i'm hooked thank you to my sister seriously thank you carly you've saved us all (laughs) from bad tv i guess (laughs) a hero all right well let us know if you've watched blackbird or if you do watch it love to discuss It's spooky and good. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.